Uh, yeah, man, there must have been something in the water today. Or I don't know if we did any of us get any sleep or was it just me? Was I extra punchy today? You were fired up. You came in just <laughs> guns blazing. Uh, super wicked quick sidebar. I ha- keep having this like daydream that I'm going to put on these headphones and it's going to be like an 80s movie where I get electrocuted. Yeah. And then I wake up and I'm like, Dan Patrick. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of a funny concept. Yeah, it's pretty. That's what I thought. Maybe for a promo or something. Oh. You know? Now you're talking. Who would shoot it if I'm here? Yeah, I don't know. Well, no, maybe you wouldn't be the guy sitting in the chair. Oh. But somebody else could. Okay. Yeah, so you you came in fired, just guns blazing. I don't know why. Like, I didn't see you before you filmed the morning meeting, which is pre-taped for anybody who doesn't know. And I just heard it. You were just like, what a bunch of losers. And I was like, oh, we got a we got a steaming seat in today. So if you just. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good. Oh, uh, boy. If so, uh, if just by chance you hadn't seen the show yet in one of the look ins, you know, Paul always does a presentation at the big screen. And uh, he was showing a bunch of fan video from. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, you know, bars and stuff in the area where people were going nuts because they had beat the Jets last night and they broke their uh, losing streak. Or actually, they broke their losing streak when they tied the game, but they hadn't won yet, I guess, was the right. idea, right? Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's, you know, sometimes something funny happens when a camera is put in your face. And you just, sometimes you just go for the laugh. Or you go for right. the bit. The edge. You go for the edge that you wouldn't normally. I, to be honest with you, I really don't have an opinion on Cleveland Browns fans, nor do I really have an opinion on them winning the game last night. Like, I, I tr- honestly, I just don't care. Uh, yeah, that much was clear. But I just thought. You made was, that evident. <laughs> I was just... like, I'm watching these people go bonkers, and I'm like, what, you, you what? just beat the Jets. It's week three, and you beat the Jets. Who cares? Which one pushed you over the edge? Was it the old guy, like who's like really like he's like, G- give me one, give me one. Uh, a little bit, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or uh, you know, even last night I was watching the game and they win, and they just show the stands and all of these people hugging each other. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> what did you? You might, well, you could go, you could lose eight straight games after this. Like, yeah. what? well, some people believe in something. I believe in lots of things. I just don't believe in that. Uh, and I, you know, and part of me does. It's weird because part of me feels bad about it, and then part of me loves every second of it. Yeah. And I don't. I can't tell which uh, makes up more of my personality: the guy who feels bad and like, oh, I shouldn't have done that, or the guy who's like, ah, screw him. It's yeah. funny. Yeah. Well, and, and then you came in back and then sprayed that shotgun blaster on the back room too. <laughs> I heard those. Converse squeaking down the hallway. I was like, uh-oh, Uh-oh. who's going to get it? <laughs> and I went double barrels on uh, poor Eric Jones, the uh, German kid. German. Yeah, sorry about that. And then you know what happened, too? So I, uh, again, see, for me, this is just my sense of humor. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's horribly misguided, and maybe there's way too much truth in my sense of humor sometimes. Uh, but I did... I said some things to him that I was like, I, even before I said them, I said, I don't know if I should say these things to you. Yeah, you stopped it. You're like, oh, man, should I go savage? And he's just like, go savage. Bring and I, it. And I did. And you did. And then I got back to my desk. I said it all in a laugh. I said it all, uh, and I, I can't really get into what it is here because it's, it's not fair. Uh, but I did go back to my desk, and I tried to text Eric to be like, 
and I, I wrote to him, I just want you to know that I love you. And uh, it was blocked. <laughs> and also, like none, of my, is, <laughs> none of my text messages were going through. It doesn't necessarily help if you're laughing when you're saying something savage to somebody. <laughs> it doesn't? That doesn't lessen the blow. It's just like, it's, it's almost worse. Really? <laughs> yeah. You're oh. just like, ha, 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 I hate you. Ha, 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 I hate you. I know. It's, it's not nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it is. I guess if you are laughing and being like, uh, you don't do your job. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's not very funny. No. Uh, which, because he does do his job. He does a great yeah, he's job. A, that's what makes it funny. awesome at his job. He's great at his job. He gets but, things done. Yes. Yes. But see, that's to me but what But apparently makes it not funny. notebooks. I was just looking for a notebook, and I have been for the last, like, three or four days, uh, and we don't have any, and that's the kind of thing that he would take care of. And so perhaps I was uh, unnecessarily harsh about it. I don't know. If he's still here, we could talk to him about it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He can, hey, Mario. He can hear us. Is Eric still here? Mario's going to run in the back and see if Eric is still here, and we could talk this out. See how mean I am. Yodeling. Isn't that kind of the environment that we have here, though? Although, I guess Dan can get away with it a lot more than I can. I, I don't I can't pull that stuff off. Dan can. Yeah. Well, Dan pulls it off. Oh, there he is. Middle fingers. All right. Double middle fingers. Double barrel middle hey, fingers. Hey, Jones. Why don't you sit down here for yeah. a sec? We're just talking about how mean Go I ahead and pull morning. on up. <laughs> there. I'll get your mic for you. Sit down. Make yourself comfortable. <clears throat> Wait, should I burp? Into the mic? If you want to. Yeah, that'd be sick like content. Yeah, I did uh. I did do that just uh, earlier this week. I belched <laughs> directly into an open microphone, not realizing it was open. <laughs> yeah, That's Oops. great. Yeah. Great audio. So how can I help you guys? Uh, well, we were just talking about how I came in this morning in, in a little bit of hot. a mood. Yeah, yeah came, you come in hot. Hard. <laughs> I wasn't in a bad mood. I was just, uh, I don't know. I, th- I thought I was having fun. Uh, and then... Brendan, we were talking about how just because you say something with a laugh doesn't mean that it's not still savage. No, yeah, you were firing on all cylinders, for sure. Yeah, and uh, did you notice how I blocked your your number? Dude, yeah. We were just talking about that. I got back to my desk, and I tried to text you twice from from my computer and from my phone. I just want you to know that I love you, uh, and both of them were blocked. It's called Hater Shades. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I had them on. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) I mean, are you guys cool now? You I'm guys not... look like you're cool, but you're both laughing, but apparently that doesn't mean anything. Exactly, yeah. No. I've learned from Seton. Of course I'm cool. I'm okay. super cool. I was never mad. I was just, I just fire that stuff off because I think it's funny. It's my sense of humor. So what you're saying is you forgive Eric. There was nothing to forgive Eric for. I think he's saying he forgives you. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I need Eric to forgive me. Do you forgive? Do you guys want to just shake hands? We could do that. I would rather hug. I'm more of a hugger. <laughs> that doesn't really uh, show up on. Sorry, I didn't mean. Mm-mm. If I was really mean to you this morning, I really. What? See, if I, I say if I was mean to you. <laughs> if yes, yeah, so you're still you're backpedaling. Yeah. Sorry, Eric. It's fine. I didn't mean to imply that you. There's about 35 notebooks on the way. I didn't mean of all different, of all different colors, different. sizes, varieties, <laughs> yeah. monogrammed with Seton's oh, yeah. name on them. But I'm just saying. Hey, listen, Brendan. All right, why don't you dial it back? Uh, I'm on, I've got exactly two pieces of paper left. Mm. What are you taking notes of? Work that I have to do. <laughs> Work that I have Don't to do. Don't you have three computers in front of you? Four or five computers? Yeah, but I, I'm not good at... Um, no, he's, he's, a, he's a, a concrete guy. Oh, yeah. That, pa- that a stuff paper gets guy? lost in the... Uh, a pen and paper guy, if you will. I just... I can't do like this list. You know, you have a reminders thing on your phone or whatever. 
and that I never it never works for me. But if I just have a piece of paper here, and you know, when Dan, so a lot of this is stuff for Dan, and when he leaves, you have about thirty seconds to get his attention. And I just look at this real quick, and I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I have to get Dan to give me a concrete answer on this. So it's just for jotting a note. Yes, just for note taking. Quick note. Got it. Yeah. Uh, for um, for a second, I thought you were going to say that you were good at keeping your papers organized, which I was going to bring up. How you don't keep all your papers organized, and that it's an issue every month when you have to do your expenses, and you're always missing Whoa. one or two pieces of paper. Wow! Oh, you came at him with a shotgun. He came at you with a sniper rifle. Is that what we're doing here? Or no, I was oh. just curious. <laughs> What this is that? Is great. Do this you is believe great. I'm glad I'm on this side of the glass. Oh my Sparks gosh. Sparks are flying. You just destroyed me. <laughs> Eric. And see, and uh, you know what he did? I thought he was gonna bring up the giant box of papers you have in the back right next to my desk. That's the nuclear option. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, I do have that box of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's nuclear option. We were just going. Direct hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like, Brendan, you can't start complaining until you're no longer the new guy. Okay. Well, that's, I, I know you've been I, here you know two what? and a half years, but yeah. you're still the new guy. You can't complain. You're lucky yeah. to have that desk. I, I, I thought that's what he was talking about. I, was, uh, I wasn't complaining. <laughs> I just thought that's what he was going to bring up. You know what? And Eric said it all with a smile. Yeah. And, la- and, 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 and you know what? It hurt, cut even deeper. It cut even more deeply. I've been, he, yeah. I've been listening to Seton every day for six years on the show. I learned watching you, <laughs> Seton. The fake laugh. <laughs> Yeah. Comes right. in handy. Well, uh, some days th- I was just having fun. Yeah. <laughs> but I do I do always feel bad about that because then Eric's going to be like, he thinks that I don't like him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I love him. Yeah. Yeah. You do say some stuff and you're always like, it's my sense of humor. I'm sorry. It's just yeah, my sense of humor. Like, just... I just think it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least I'm amusing myself. All right, man. Well, you can go back to work if you want. All right. Great. All right. I just this wanted to fun. say I love you and I'm sorry. Elvita Zen. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. He doesn't have much of a German accent. No, surprising. Right. Well, big he's German kid. I'll see you later, homie. Ooh. Um, that was funny. Did I just leave him hanging? Yep. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the feud continues. Pound. It's like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift eat your <sighs> see, heart out. Now it's an awkward situation again. Yeah. Uh, but that's ultimately where me, like me, making fun of the Browns fans. I get it. You're excited. You guys, uh, you won a game, and it's got to be. It's got to feel really good. It's just not. I'm sorry that I. That I did that, but I thought it was hilarious to be like, "Oh, you guys are hysterical! <laughs> you need one of those guys." Today was fired up when uh, the the language thing, the people saying "like." Do you remember yeah. when Andy brought that up, or I, I think Dan brought it up? Yeah, Dan, and that's one of Paul's big pet peeves is people who use the word literally. Yeah, and then Dan said "like," and Andrew. Um, you know, it's funny sometimes when you watch him. He just has, because I, I was watching Todd talk about something Ums. that annoys him. Yeah, he doesn't like when people say um or something. And Todd and Dan are just talking back and forth, and Andrew is in between them, and he just has this, like, staring far-off look in his eyes, like, what in the hell am I doing here or something? And it's just so funny to watch. I get yeah. the biggest kick out of it. And then that just sort of unleashed uh, Andrew being like, who the hell are any of you guys to judge people's What are you vocabulary? talking about? <laughs> And then Paul got called out. So then Paul just like snapped back. He said, oh, what's the point of school? <laughs> and it's just like, whoa. Yeah, like, whoa, what the hell are you guys talking about? Man, so weird. It's great. Um, but it's a, it was a Friday. It was a Friday for it's sure. A, oh, love Friday vibes here. Um, yeah, man. I don't know. It's very, it's very, very strange. But it's fun. It is a fun place to work. Yeah. So did you, did you get enough sleep last night? 
uh, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Probably had uh, not enough sleep, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's something interesting, though, too? Uh, moving on from the show. Yeah. This is, uh, it's so we're doing this September 21st is the day that we're recording this. It's the 25th anniversary of uh, their Nirvana album, In Utero, Ooh. which uh, it was a big one. That was, Nirvana was like probably the biggest band for me that changed everything. Yeah. Right. And I think that um, Nevermind is the game changer. That's the one that everybody looks back to. But I would say In Utero is their best album. It's an absolute masterpiece front to back yeah. for me, for my for you. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I'll be honest, I was never a huge, I like and respect Nirvana now, but they didn't, they weren't as monumental for me as I think the, when I realized I was like, oh, these guys are something was the uh, mtv unplugged they did yeah um yeah it, their, their cover of in the pines oh so good oh my god yeah great i th- you know i think for me it was um i mean i was i don't know fifth, yeah how old were you i was 15 i think when in utero came out so i mean that's really prime me figuring stuff out and really uh you know i was really into music really into skateboard really just finding yourself as a person mm-hmm. kind of thing and, and what makes you tick. Uh, and so that's why I think that that band had such a big impact on me. I was already doing, like I said, the skateboarding thing. I was already into punk rock, and I had already been to a couple of shows uh, and listened to, like, I don't know, the Sex Pistols and the Ramones and stuff like that. But there was something about that band that just blew my doors. Yeah. And what, so what's on that album that, like, if somebody doesn't know In Utero... In Utero is the Asking one for a friend. with a uh, heart-shaped box. Okay. Uh, it's got all apologies on it. Um, you know, they didn't have as many singles off of that because, you know, Kurt ended up dying. Right. Uh, and they, I think they're, they had, a, I don't remember what order the singles were in, but I know Penny Royalty was going to be the next single off of the album, but then he killed himself and then uh, they ended up, they stopped pushing the album or like releasing singles like that. Right. Um. So yeah, I, w- I would say "Heart Shaped Box" is the big one off that. Yeah, which is a great song, great video. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I but I feel you know there's I have a hard time. I think sometimes it might seem weird to somebody younger that why was this band such a big deal, you know? And it's hard to contextualize I've, what what it meant to you at that time. There just wasn't anything like that happening. Rock no. music sucked. It was it was awful. It was all hair metal bands, and it was just so bloated and f- fake and corporate. And you had all of these really crappy bands that were making music, and you're like, all of these these bands suck. Sucks, and you guys were angry too. Your that generation was Gen X. I mean, you guys were yeah, yeah. We're sort smashing of a, bottles. Yeah, we were. We have a, a a certain edge to us for sure, and we're kind of like this forgotten generation of people. Uh, and I think that that all just feeds into it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I'm, then when you had these guys come along, though, and when Nirvana came along, it was like, whoa, what are these dudes doing? Like, they all have ripped jeans and long dyed hair and, like, or whatever. You know what I mean? It was awesome. It was yeah. so cool. And their hair wasn't teased out, you know? Mm. They weren't wearing makeup, and they didn't have on tight leather pants and look like rock stars. They looked like the same guys that were hanging out in your friend's basement that you were just at. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Do we have does does this generation have a 
anything like that where there's a social sort of discourse and like a social commentary not that that's what nirvana was explicitly doing but like i mean i i think like the first thing that comes to mind is would be like um tyler the creator uh kendrick lamar like people who are actually like singing about stuff that's pissing them off oh yeah and yeah for sure i'm just trying to think like what what's 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 equatable to to nirvana for today so i think that there's a lot of people and a lot of artists that are using their voice that way i just don't know if you're gonna have another artist come along like them that changes culture that way where you went from sort of like i was saying like the hair bands to all of a sudden the gap is selling ripped jeans and flannels you know it turned into a cultural movement and a pop culture phenomenon that i I just don't know how you do that anymore Mm. you know i just can't i can't find I mean, I guess you can never predict those things, but I can't find what genre of, say, hip-hop is going to change the game that much. You know, like you have all the SoundCloud rappers happening, right? Mm. And that's all a big thing, and, you know, mumble rap or whatever. And that's cool and all, but like, I just don't think that Lil Pump or anybody like that is going to end up changing, you know, commercial, uh, I don't know, what's the word I'm looking Like, just culture, you know? Yeah. No, I think that there's a lot more to this than that's interesting. I mean, wh- who's I mean, it's happened before. Like Nirvana is certainly not the first band that's like adjusted, you know, fash culture of fashion and sure. culture of of mood. I mean, you look at the Stones. I mean, pretty much any big band has like sort of redefined it. Yeah, a bit. Um, like so, right? I would put Nirvana for, in, in the same category as the Beatles. Where they changed everything, yeah, right. Even Black Sabbath, to a degree, right? They changed music somewhat, but not not nearly how the Beatles did. But the, the, these cultural phenomenons like that, I mean, they only happen. You know, Elvis was like that, right? Right. I would I would put them right in there with that. Yeah, I wonder what the next. I, I'm sure it will happen again. I doubt Nirvana is the last. I'm just wondering what that next big cultural bomb is going to be and i just wonder how right it has to happen again but how does the internet and the way music is shared now and the way that you acquire music and listen to it it's completely changed since 1993 right and it it rotates so much faster trends just come and go like at light speed it feels like with with the internet so i don't know it's interesting though yeah yeah, it is. It's wild. It'll be fun to watch. And it, it's cool that Nirvana now is seen, and I would say pretty generally, like, music buffs and everybody's just like, yeah, Nirvana's, like, up there in terms of, like, iconic sounds and fans. Um, That's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because um, I remember even, like, I was... Kurt Cobain killed himself in, what, 94? 94. I was four years old when Kurt Cobain killed so I was in post Nirvana growing up like in the nineties and so I, I saw the reaction to all of that and sort of the fallout and then the the fall off of that sort mm. of attitude. But it's still like Marilyn Manson. I just remember like Marilyn Manson, Nirvana, and probably, you know, nine inch nails were in this like sort of bad boy box or like <laughs> 
you know, kid, yeah. kids who smoked cigarettes in sixth grade <laughs> listen to this kind of stuff. Right. Um, and I grew up more wholesome than that. Um, I don't know if that's the right verbiage, but. No, I know what you're saying, though. Yeah. And and a little so, more innocent, maybe, or something. Right. I mean, I grew up in a small town that, you know, there were those kids, and I was just like, oh, they listen to bad music. Mm-hmm. And, like, granted, I was listening to Bob Marley, but, like, it's not. I don't know. It's just. It's interesting. Yeah, that it, that's interesting that you bring that up too, because I grew up in a small town too. Although it was very crowded, there it, it was a very populous, populated town, right? There's yeah. a lot of people that lived there, but it was small. And I grew up like normal Irish Catholic kid, but I've it's seemingly more innocent or wholesome, right? But I really gravitated towards the bad kid, right? I, that very much appealed to me, and I think that's really why skateboarding and punk rock and all of that stuff really appealed to me. I loved all of that edge. Yeah. Um, and I still do. But it, and it, it's a, such a big part of my personality that I remember before, you know, it sounds, I, 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 it sounds like I'm really making a lot out of Nirvana, but I think that I really do believe when I look back at my own personal history, they really were that big of a band for me. But like, remember before Nirvana and then after Nirvana, uh, it's sort of like for you, it's like, uh, you know, it'd be like listening to Led Zeppelin now, you know, they don't have as big of an impact on me mm. because they've always been there. Right. Right. There was never a world uh, before and after for us. Right. Mm. We just always remember. But they remembering before that and then just having it, uh, it make that big of an impact and change everything for you. And they had, you know, like I've I've had friends of mine at the time then killed themselves. Um, some of them directly because of Kurt Cobain, which is a weird thing. And so it's uh, and I've had a lot of my friends actually commit suicide and that's i feel like that music is wrapped up so much in all of those emotions for me mm-hmm. that it it still means a lot to me it's, it's like a it's like a nerve right like a raw yeah. nerve yeah it yeah it still yeah. just touches it every time you hear it which for better or worse i mean that's that's what they were singing about too what you're feeling is like what they were trying to evoke emotionally. Well, the original name of In Utero, uh, the album was supposed to be I Hate Myself and Want to Die. And the Chris Novoselic had to talk Kurt Cobain out of doing that because at the time, uh, I think Judas Priest had gotten in a lot of trouble because some kids killed themselves. And they said that Judas Priest was the reason that they did mm. it in the lyrical content. And uh, Ozzy Osbourne was getting in all kinds of trouble. And Marilyn this is, Manson was getting in Marilyn trouble. Marilyn Manson was getting in trouble. All of those guys. And it was um, just after, I think, Tipper Gore did the whole parental guidance sticker or whatever that is, parental advisory stickers, and all of that stuff was happening. And Kurt Cobain wanted to call that album I Hate Myself and Want to Die, and the band talked him out of it mm. because they were like, They're, we're going to get sued. We're going to, you know, the album is going to tank just because of the title. And why would we do that to ourselves? Which is interesting that it's such a self-destructive thing to do. Mm. Uh, and that he wanted to. And then they were going to call the album Verse, Chorus, Verse, which is another song. Both of those ended up being songs, actually, I think. I Hate yeah. Myself and Want to Die. Verse, Chorus, Verse was another song. And then they ended up settling on In Utero. Mm. It's kind of an interesting thing. Interesting. I like, though, you know what I love about that dude, man? He, and maybe this comes back to my thing with, like, the Browns, right? is that he would go on, he was on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine and wore a T-shirt that said, corporate magazines still suck. Like, I just love that about 
Yeah. That that's that's the kind of thing that I I don't know, that kind of attitude really uh, has always appealed to me. And I think I have some of that in me. Yeah. But, uh there's just sort of a middle finger that I I appreciate, you know? Yeah. I always question that a little bit though. I mean like how gen- I like I know it was genuine with Kurt, but like it's just it's weird. It's almost like a snake eating itself kind of concept. Like I never yeah. fully buy it. And I'm like, yeah, court magazines still suck, but you're still doing it. But I don't know. Like how, <laughs> how is counterculture counter if it's culture? Like that's a, none of that, that it, but I think if you're somebody who, all right, right. So if he didn't want to be famous, why did he sign to a major label? Right. All right. That's fair. I suppose. I don't think that anybody, I don't think there's anybody who makes an album unless they're Oasis who's like, this is going to be the biggest album in the world. Right. This is what's going to send us from playing to 500 people to 500,000. Mm. You know? I don't know that anybody ever thinks that. Right. Maybe Oasis. Oasis. Maybe Coldplay. Maybe. Uh, I think the one guy from Blink-182 said that about Angels and Airwaves, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom DeLong. He was like, this album's like... Jesus is the second coming or something like that. What did you you just say? What did you just say, you weirdo? You can't say that. Oh no. Yeah. But I think that that's part of some when you go back and I'm just watching these people uh celebrate because they finally won after almost two years or something. It's like five hundred and seventy six days or whatever this losing streak is. And these people are just all happy and they're having the best time that I can't help but be like, Yeah, but it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. That, that's your middle finger. That That's what it was. You were just channeling Nirvana today. Maybe. Yeah. You just you came in Maybe. and you're just like, F this. Yeah, F all of this. All of you. Maybe that's what it is. Right on the anniversary. That's great. It must have been in the air. Yeah. Ismet. Do you have a, uh, or just real quick, do you have a band like that that was like the one that, oh, all of these likes after the conversation today? But Dan can't stand when people say like, I must have said like, 50,000 times in this podcast. And not only that, but I've actually gotten an email or a comment from somebody that said, hey, I really like your podcast. It'd be awesome if you stopped saying like so much. I say like so much. I'm really sorry. So much. Try to be better about that. I'm not going to try. F that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, I mean, speaking is hard sometimes. Like You have to organize your thoughts. You have to coordinate it and try and string together some level of coherency. And then... To, to then not give yourself a pause break to figure out what you're going to say next, you say like. I don't have all of these you thoughts say, oh, formulated in my head. No, it's, you're I'm not, not reading off a script. script. We're not trained actors. Although I am, unfortunately, uh, I have been in radio now for... Uh, yeah, I don't have an excuse. You don't have an excuse. I do. Many, I'm many years. I've been, I've been doing this almost 20 years, and yeah. I still can't stop saying like. What a loser. Like, give yourself a break. Yeah. All right, that's it. Okay. We'll just call it quits. Yeah, that's it. I'll see you later. Bye. Oh, yeah, and uh, thank you, Mario.